Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. Excellent. There is so much news today. There is. Yeah, there's a lot here. It's a good thing that we got started early today. That's right. The Disney Parks blog has transitioned over to their uh, Halloween wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it looks very cute. It does. Um, and uh, the first story there today is that there are new dessert parties and dinner packages returning to Walt Disney World. Uh, The first one, beginning October 1st, is Disney Enchantment, which is a new nighttime fireworks... Oh, Disney Enchantment is the new nighttime fireworks spectacular debuting uh, in the Magic Kingdom. And there are some enchanting extras that you can take advantage of while you're there. There's going to be the celebration at the top, which is uh, 50th Flavors and Fireworks at Disney's Contemporary Resort. That begins October 2nd, uh, and reservations are available beginning September 17th. This is going to take place in the Sonoma and Napa rooms at the California Grill, where you will sample specialty drinks and get small plates that pay homage to the original menu from the resort's opening in 1971. After the cocktail hour, you'll step outside to the 15th floor observation deck to watch Disney Enchantment, complete with synchronized music. And then after the event, there will be petit fours, cordials, and coffee. Okay. Would you like to talk about the next event? Sure. They're having a fireworks dessert party in the Magic Kingdom. Um, There's actually a couple of them. There's the Disney Enchantment pre-party Um, which takes place at Tomorrowland Terrace at the Magic Kingdom. Um, They have themed desserts and cheeses, beverages, uh, wine and beer included. Um, And then before the show begins, the cast members will escort you to reserve standing viewing location. Oh, excellent. Mm -hmm. And that takes place in one of the plaza gardens. So you leave the terrace and go to the gardens. Correct. You want to do the next one? Sure. Uh, there is the uh, Disney Enchantment Treats and Seats, which starts October 3rd. Uh, and this is a 50th anniversary themed dessert party uh, with desserts prepared by their pastry chef, chef, a variety of cheeses and beverages. Selections of wine and beer are included. And you will get to experience the fireworks from the comfort of dedicated seating reserved in the Tomorrowland Terrace restaurant. And then they have an after party. So like the pre-party, this one um, includes reserved standing viewing of um, Disney Enchantment in one of the Plaza Gardens. And then after the viewing, you will um, go to the Tomorrowland Terrace for uh, the same types of uh, selections, desserts, cheeses, um, beverages, beer and wine. So essentially, it's a way for them to get at three parties. least... They're getting well, three. they're getting three parties, even though the pre-fireworks party, they... It's probably everybody together, and then they just take out the people who are standing uh, at some point. Then they empty out all the people who are sitting after Mm -hmm. the party and bring in a new group of people who are doing the post-fireworks party. Yeah. Or they move the first group out and then bring in the next group right before the fireworks start, and then those people are having their party during the actual fireworks. Wow. Way to to work at Disney. I don't know. I don't have a I I don't have a lot of good things to say. I mean, not that they sound bad. It's just I hate how it's all about them just trying to make more money and squeeze in yep. more things. Yeah. And in another effort to bring in some revenue, you can do Fairy Tale Fireworks, a sparkling dessert cruise. 
Uh, and this takes place, uh, you start out at the Ticket and Transportation Center on one of the Disney ferry boats, and you get a magical evening on the Seven Seas Lagoon. You will get bite-sized signature sweets, including a build-your-own-moose, uh, key lime tarts, cupcakes, and specialty beverages with without alcohol. With or without alcohol. Oh, with or without alcohol. Kids can participate in an ultraviolet scavenger hunt. And then during the cruise, you can watch the fireworks from the water. All right. Neat. Which is nice. And then for Harmonious, um, at Epcot, there's going to be a Rosen Crown fireworks dining package uh, where you're going to dine at the Rosen Crown um, while you are watching Harmonious. So that's a prefix menu that'll include an appetizer, an entree, a dessert platter, and unlimited beverages. And then the last of the new parties is the Spice Road Table Dining Package, which starts on October 1st. Reservations are available beginning September 23rd, and you will dine in an outdoor dining area that is like one of the outdoor cafes in Morocco, um, and this is at the Spice Table Restaurant. You will get Mediterranean-themed small plates, including grilled lamb kefta, house-made hummus fries, and spiced chicken, um, and this will include two small plates, a dessert platter, and unlimited beverages. Uh, and once again, this will take place during Harmonious. Yeah, so they're just taking what would have been uh, people making reservations uh, at these restaurants to try and time it right so that they were eating um, during the um, fireworks shows, and they're making it into a package. I, again, don't love the reason that they're doing it. However, I think that it will actually work out uh, kind of well because you, know, you try to time it just right for the fireworks. And I think sometimes the the slots for these reservations end up taking up more time than they should, or people stay longer at their meal than they need to. Whereas um, as a part of this package, that's what you're there for. Right. So it's going to be timed exactly such that you can be there for the fireworks. There's no need to you know, rush you out. You don't have to drink that last coffee for a half hour. Correct. And it sounds like the dining is, you know, outside there. Um, so you're not competing with the people who are inside the restaurant. Exactly. All right. And then over in Animal Kingdom, there was rumor yesterday that Finding Nemo was going to be closing down and not reopening. Um, but word has come out today that Finding Nemo the musical will be reimagined and it will be debuting in 2022. Okay, that's good. So maybe they'll do uh, Finding Dory the musical. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll add new songs, something to freshen it up a bit. Yeah, maybe. Um, the Disney Parks blog is talking about the um, menus for Steakhouse 71, which is going to be opening soon in the Contemporary. That's right. They open on October 1st for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, it is a family-friendly steakhouse. Uh, it gives a nod to Walt Disney with contemporary spins on some of his favorite foods. Uh, you get to choose, let's see, uh, kids get to be creative with their meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They can choose an entree, two sides, and a drink from a menu that includes oatmeal with dried cranberries and Mickey-shaped waffles for breakfast, and peanut butter and jelly wings and cheeseburgers for lunch and dinner. Kids even get to create their own ice cream sundae desserts. Um, mixologists and sommeliers have crafted fabulous alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages for Steakhouse 71 Lounge that you can enjoy while you are waiting for your food. Uh, do you know why it's called Steakhouse 71? Is that the year that Disney World opened? That's right. So they've got their breakfast uh, menu out, uh, you know, a bunch of egg-based uh, meals, yeah, omelets. I mean 
it's nothing it's fancy. It's pretty standard. It's American. It replaces the wave. So I would say the food seems similar to, to that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, everything looks good. From the Disney Parks blog, they are not giving us any pricing on their menus. So um, that's kind of important to me, you know, where the price point is hitting. But right. the menus look good. If the food is as good as it sounds, then it's sure to be a hit. That's right. Lunch, we've got uh, French onion soup, wedge lettuce, uh, fork and knife Caesar salad, Steakhouse 71 onion ring, shrimp cocktail, uh, sea salt dusted potato brioche, and bacon and eggs for appetizers. Entrees, crab cake sliders, prime rib sandwich, stack burger, turkey club, fish sandwich, gourmet grilled cheese. How about that? You want to look at that dinner menu? Uh, dinner menu looks pretty much the same for the appetizers. Yes, uh, I think exactly the same. Maybe this was the shrimp cocktail on there before? I believe it was. Okay. And then um, you have more steakhouse-type items for your um, dinners. You can choose um, beef tenderloin medallions, a filet, um, New York strip, uh, top sirloin, uh, rib chop, um, prime rib, and then you choose some sides, uh, garlic mashed potatoes, au gratin potatoes, macaroni and cheese, creamed spinach, seared broccolini, uh, mushrooms, uh, wine glazed mushrooms, and charred asparagus. Uh, then they have different sauces, and um, they have a couple other options other than beef. They have a, a fish um, dish, a chicken dish, and then a uh, vegetable wellington. All right. And then they have some nice desserts. I assume those are available both at lunch and dinner. Um, so yeah, I mean, it definitely is a steakhouse menu. If you're there for dinner and you don't do steak, very limited selection. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're there for desserts because their signature dessert is the Steakhouse 71 chocolate cake. It is 15 layers, uh, celebrating, uh, one layer for every floor of the resort. And it is a whiskey infused chocolate cake with chocolate mousse and raspberries. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. And our last story from the Disney Parks blog today is that, uh, oh, it's from Aulani celebrating their 10th anniversary. And uh, they've got a video coming up from one of their uh, luau's. It is performed by a couple of cast members, and you can check that video out. Um, they have 400 cast members at Aulani who are still on the team that were there for the original opening date in 2011. Oh. Neat. So good for them. All right. Now let's head over to Disneyland uh, for some news. Um, yeah, in um, Toontown at Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin, they have uh, taken out one of the Jessica Rabbit figures, and she has been replaced with some barrels. Uh, not sure if she has been taken out um, for some sort of a refurbishment um, or whether uh, this particular depiction of her um, in a trunk. Uh, is not appropriate, but um, you know, there's nothing that's been said either way. So we'll see whether she comes back. That's or not. right. One one of the issues was that she is in the trunk tied up. Yeah. And later in the ride, she does appear with the ropes. She's now no longer un, uh, tied up, but the the ropes are around her body. But she's managed to free herself. But we don't know that we that's why know, she's been removed. Right. We don't so. know why she's been re- removed. Okay. They um they started taking some of the fast pass kiosks out at Disney's California Adventure. That's right. That is the big news over in Pixar Pier. The Incredicoaster and Toy Story Midway Mania uh, kiosks have been removed. I wonder if they're just going to fill those with little merchandise slots. Maybe. Or maybe a nice bench. Uh, And if you're at the Disneyland Resort, you can now get a popcorn bucket exclusively for Magic Key Holders. 
Uh, this bucket is available at various popcorn stands. You have to present your magic key pass to purchase it. The popcorn bucket is $11. It's just a, uh, I'll say, a round, traditional-style popcorn bucket that on the outside states uh, magic key. So yeah. people know how cool you are because you've got a magic uh, key popcorn bucket. Uh, after you pay that $11, uh, your refills are only $1.50 between now and November 10th. Okay. Which is my birthday, so you might want to put that on your calendar. Yeah. I mean, hopefully you have it on your calendar already. I do have it on my calendar. Excellent. All right. Shooting over to Walt Disney World. Uh, the theme parks have been reduced, reduced, have been announced uh, now through November 24th. Um, so Magic Kingdom will open at 9 a.m. daily. It will close at 8 p.m. on November 16th, 18th, 19th, 21st, and 24th due to Disney very merriest after-hours parties. And it will close at 9 p.m. on all other days. Epcot will be open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily. Hollywood Studios will be open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily. Animal Kingdom will be open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily. Blizzard Beach will be open from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. daily. Typhoon Lagoon remains closed, and they did not release the operating hours for Disney Springs. I hope it's going to be open. Me too. All right. Um, they've also announced the hours for the early theme park entry for um, deluxe hotel guests. This is for all guests. Ugh, last time I got it wrong because I all thought guests, it was for all guests. All guests get in a half hour early, but okay. only deluxe resort guests get the extra hours okay. in the evening. So confusing. And if I'm confused and I consider myself sort of an expert on Disney, I can't imagine how confused people who haven't been there before are That's going right. to be. And why don't you tell us what those extra hours will be, those it, early hours? At the Magic Kingdom on October 1st, you can get into the Magic Kingdom from um, 7.30 to 8 a.m. And then on October 2nd, um, from October 2nd to November 23rd, the early entry is going to be from 8.30 to 9 o'clock. At Epcot on October 1st and 2nd, early entry will, early entry will be from 8.30 to 9 o'clock. October 3rd to the 6th, early entry will be from 9.30 to 10 o'clock. And November 7th to the 23rd, it will be from 10.30 to 11 o'clock. All right. At Hollywood Studios, the early entry will be from 8.30 to 9 o'clock daily, and that's from October 1st to November 23rd. And at Animal Kingdom, you can get in daily from um, October 1st to the 23rd, 7.30 to 8 o'clock is your extra half hour. So essentially, if you show up a half hour before the park's scheduled opening time, you can get in. Right. Yes. <laughs> All right. If you're in the Magic Kingdom this week, uh, there is some aerial filming and late night fireworks taking place between the 13th and 18th. Uh, it will be after closing. There will be filming uh, done involving a helicopter. You would think everything is drones these days. Um, but they will be using a helicopter. Fireworks will be launched between 11 p.m. and 1.30 a.m. on Monday, September 13th and September 18th. The helicopter will be present Monday, September 13th through Wednesday, September 15th. Uh, no hours have been given for the helicopter operations. All right. Um, at the Magic Kingdom, they have added more lightning lane signage to some attractions. That's right. They've been spotted at Dumbo, Mad Tea Party, and Mickey's Philhar Magic. So they're, uh, they're coming around. Um, they have had flat signs, but they are replacing them as three-dimensional signs Ooh, as they go around. Fancy. Yeah. 
the lamp posts on Main Street we had mentioned were being um, painted with some gold trim. That painting has been completed. Excellent. Um, but they have started putting up some uh, Cinderella's pumpkin carriage wreaths um, on those lampposts. Awesome. And those are uh, in the hub in front of the castle. They have wreaths that uh, celebrate uh, both fall and the park's 50th anniversary. Um, so that is uh, exciting. Normally those pumpkin, uh, those wreaths have a Mickey uh, in the middle of them. Right. Now it's the Cinderella's coach. Yes. Um, all right, so the menus have been revealed for the Space 220 restaurant at Epcot, which is opening on September 20th. That's right. Um, it's a prefix menu. I did not see that coming. Yes. So at lunchtime, you get an appetizer. Oh, so they're using space names. Oh. Appetizers are liftoffs and entrees are star courses. Okay. So you get one liftoff and one appetizer for $55. Oof. Uh, your liftoffs are Big Bang Barada, Starry Calamari, Blue Moon Cauliflower, Neptune Tartare, uh, Centauri Caesar Salad, Space Greens Galaxy Grain Salad. And then your entrees are Seared Tuna, Blue House Salmon, a Centauri, Centauri Burger, Flat Iron Steak, Roasted Free Range Chicken, Bake Macaroni, and a Terra Bolognese. Uh, and then uh, there is a space station special called the Galactic Lobster Globe. Um, which oh, is oh lobster. What's, you have to pay an extra $18 if you want that. Ah, and that is a main lobster salad with quinoa, bulger wheat, avocado, lettuce, mango, citrus dressing, crispy wonton. I would pay $18 for that. But not, not on top of the $55. <laughs> yeah, I just want it to be $18 and I might order it. Now, if you're having the kids lunch, that's going to run you back $29. You get a star course. Uh, so no entrees for, no, no appetizers for kids. They get a star course, uh, a supernova sweet, which is your dessert, and a celestial beverage, which is your drink. Uh, and as I said, that's going to be $29. Uh, your dinner menu for adults, you get a liftoff, which is your appetizer, a star course, which is your entree, and a supernova sweet dessert for $79. I mean, these prices, they seem high-ish, but not obscene until you add up what it would cost. We were just talking family of four. You know, we're going to be down there in January, um, probably do Epcot for the day. Thought we'll hit up Ratatouille and get reservations for Space 220. There's four of us where, you know, my kids are over nine. Um, you know, that's uh, by the time you had a tip, you're looking at $220 for the meal, $30 tip. That's $250. We just you dropped on, lunch, and, on yeah. lunch. I know. That's not even dinner. Uh, so for dinner, the liftoffs are all the same. Uh, at dinner time, your entrees, they have a slow rotation short rib, a Florida red snapper, roasted free range chicken, the X2 duck, terra bolognese, blue house salmon, and eight ounce filet mignon. And then there are space station specials, which are the supplemental charges. You can get a one and a half pound baked whole lobster stuffed with jumbo crab. That'll set you back an extra 20 and a 24 ounce bone in ribeye, which will cost you $18. Extra. Extra. Yes. And then their uh, supernova sweets are carrot cake, sticky toffee pudding cake, chocolate cheesecake, gelato and sorbet and lemon mousse. Uh, the kids dinner will also cost you $29. The other issue I have with a, a prefix menu is um, we're not big eaters. A lot of times um, between um, myself and my two daughters, we'll share two dinners. 
Mm-hmm. And as a family, we'll share one or two desserts. We definitely don't need four desserts, right. uh, we, especially appetizers. We, it's just too much food, and you you have no choice. You have to pay for it. Um, so, yeah, not a fan of prefix. I think they are doing it because I think that a lot of people are going to want to go to this restaurant, and they want to get the maximum amount of money that they can from each seating. Right. All, All right. right. So we go from Space 220 to uh, the Creation Shop and Club Cool, which open on September 15th. So the final touches are being added. Lights are being tested. Um, the lights in the breezeway next to the Creation Shop uh, change from a rainbow of colors to solid colors. Uh, the popcorn stand out front has uh, had a menu posted. So it looks like uh, the rolling planters should be removed by tomorrow morning. And uh, everything should be open uh, bright and early. They do have Halloween uh, Halloween items and a big construction wall. There are still workers on the roof as of yesterday. Uh, let's see if we can find that popcorn menu. There's a very nice new popcorn stand out front. Ooh. Well, that's good because I'm going to be I'm going to be eating popcorn instead of going to Space 220. And of course, the picture is too far away, so I can't read the menu. Oh, I mean, it's popcorn. But, uh, yeah, the Creation Shop and Club Cool, that's very exciting. Uh, Club Cool, they're going to have the sample sodas again. So uh, if you get it in there, let us know uh, what you think of it. All right. And then – Also ahead. at the Creation Shop, three more Mouse as Muse sculptures have been revealed. That's right. Thanks to Zach Ridley. Uh, we have now seen four of the ten Mickey-shaped sculptures. Uh, and as I mentioned, these are all done by Imagineers. Um, and they're, they're pretty cool. I won't go into explaining them. Just, uh, look them up yourself. Yeah. I really like them actually. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, was it Mickey's 75th birthday when they had the Mickeys mm-hmm. all around the park and they were painted by various artists? Yeah. That was very cool. It was. So now that we're over in Epcot, uh, let's talk about, uh, the Epcot fireworks packages for Harmonious because we've got pricing with this. Right. So we'll just give the pricing of them. So the Rose and Crown package... Maybe we don't have pricing. I thought it said we had pricing. Oh, well. All right. It's we, just more of the same that we already we talked about. We don't have pricing. So. Oh, we'll skip that story. Let's, uh, we'll edit this. That'll, <laughs> sure. That'll come out in the post-edit. Uh-huh. All right. Over in Hollywood Studios, uh, there's a Galactic Star Cruiser filter that has debuted on Instagram. Um, and it gives you a Star Wars makeover as though you're aboard the Halcyon. And actually, you can use that if you're not in the parks. You can actually find the filter by searching Galactic Star Cruiser. Very cool. Yeah. Um, at the Animal Kingdom, they have had some of the Lightning Lane signage added as well. That's right. It's it's actually in all the parks now, but uh, Dinosaur has their Lightning uh, Lane signage. Cali River Rapids has their Lightning Lane signage. Uh, Harambe Theater, uh, which is currently hosting a celebration of the Festival of the Lion King, has their Lightning Lane signage. Uh, we talked about Cali River Rapids. Who else has it? Oh, tough it's to tough bug. to be a bug. So mm-hmm. Lightning Lane will be here before you know it. Rumor, I believe, is second week of, of October. Okay. They want to get through the 50th anniversary without any headaches because yeah. uh, every time they roll something out. It's a nightmare for a little a, while. It's a nightmare. <laughs> um, construction walls have been erected around uh, Primeval World. That's right. It's uh, taken about a year to get construction walls up. They have removed all of the ride vehicles. They did that months ago. 
Uh, but they have finally put construction walls up because the actual ride itself is still around. I don't know why it's taking so long to disassemble something. You think that taking down? I don't think they down. have anything to put back up there. I know, but you're just going to leave a big empty cement pad. I guess. Uh, what's worse, leaving a defunct ride, or uh, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, take it down and put up scrim like they do everywhere else. Yeah, I don't know. The fiftieth uh, anniversary. I can't see what the story says, honey. The 50th anniversary version of the celebration at the top um, at con- the Contemporary Resort. Do we have pricing for that? What's so special about this that we don't already know? Yeah, Nothing. No pricing on that either. Who got these stories? I thought you reviewed these today. I did, and I told you you had duplicates. Oh, but we do have pricing with this story for Steakhouse 71. Okay, yeah. This is not a prefix menu. Right. Uh, so it is a la carte pricing. Uh, most breakfast entrees are going to be anywhere between twelve to twenty-one dollars. And I mean, twelve dollars is just some avocado toast. So. Right, twenty-one dollars is going to get you steak and eggs. Uh, your sides are five dollars. Uh, at lunchtime, your entrees are going to run you between fifteen dollars for the turkey club to twenty-six dollars for your uh, steak frites or your vegetable Wellington. Um, I don't think that pricing is bad. Uh, and then for the steakhouse cuts, uh, which are part of the dinner meal, uh, the 8-ounce beef tenderloin medallion, $38. 10-ounce New York strip, $34. 14-ounce ounce bone-in rib chop, $30. 6-ounce filet mignon, $36. 6-ounce top sirloin, $29. And a 12-ounce uh, roasted prime rib, $38. So you're going from $29 to $38 is your range on steaks. Yeah. And then your desserts are going to run you between... Uh, 11 8 to 11 dollars yeah i mean honestly the pricing here if it's if it's good if it's like good steakhouse steak right it's, it's not pretty bad. on par with a, yeah. with a regular steakhouse it's no worse than if you go to a ruth's chris or something it's even better honestly mm-hmm. than a ruth's chris mm-hmm. those are really really expensive all right so if you are a florida resident or annual pass holder there are now discounts available on rooms in december between december 12th and december 24th Florida residents can save between 10 and 20% at select resorts. And annual pass holders can save up to 25% on the various resorts. All right. Menus and concept art for Steakhouse 71. That story has now come up three times in our list. (laughs) So let's shoot over to the cruise line. Yes. um, They have added some additional options for... um, Children under the age of 12 who have to do the testing. Um, Let's see, what are our options here? They have um, a safe passage website where you can purchase and schedule a pre-trip test. You're going to perform that at home. Uh, Oh, no, this one you can perform at a testing location in Florida one to three days before their sale date. And I think the big thing here... um, in this story is that these locations are in two areas. One is at the Orlando International Airport. Um, That location is open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. seven days a week. And then they have one at the Cape Canaveral Radisson Resort, which is near Port Canaveral. And that one's open from uh, 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. seven days a week. Um, Results take 24 to 48 hours to process. Um, And then they send them to an email address that you provided. So you can, if you, as long as you're getting there, um, you know, one to to three days before your cruise, which um, 
Most people do. Very good advice to get there the day before your cruise anyway, so you don't miss the ship. Um, you can just do your testing there at one of those locations. That's right. And if you have the at-home test kit but did not mail it in, you can drop that completed test sample at one of those locations. Yeah. All right. Um, that's a little bit... Um, that drop-off, though, I don't know what the time frame is that you have to drop it off. I guess within 24 hours of sailing mm-hmm. so that you have it back um, in time. Um, and then the last option, uh, you can get your PCR test from any independent testing provider. Um, and you have to submit, you have to have it the test results between three days and 24 hours prior to the sailing. So that was always the option. All right. But yeah, it's these two new locations that are making um, things a little bit more convenient. Mm-hmm. And it's and any guest who turns 12 within five weeks of embarkation are permitted to sail, but they will be required to follow testing protocols um, for that cruise. So, so yeah, so it's just a matter of um, if you just turned 12, you wouldn't have had the time to get the vaccine right. before your cruise. Right. And then our last story in entertainment news is that there is a new poster and trailer for the Disney Plus show Hawkeye, which is going to be debuting on Disney Plus on November 24th. Um, and it's a Christmas-themed story, so it's it's going to be heartfelt, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and this is the story of Hawkeye, uh, known as, also known as Clint Barton, and Kate Bishop, who will eventually uh, take up the mantle of Hawkeye in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. So uh, it's his introduction to her and a little bit of her training and their adventures during the holiday season. Yeah, we watched the trailer. It looks like it's going to be great. Yeah, it looks like there's some funny moments and some serious action as well. Mm-hmm. All right, any final words? Nope. All right, until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.